Welcome to the Revital Health Podcast. I'm Jodie Duval and I'm a functional naturopath in Perth, WA. This is a place where you can expand your knowledge on how to optimise your health and realise your full potential. We'll have cutting edge information with expert guests and having lots of fun along the way. Get ready to be empowered and motivated to reach your higher vitality and find your ultimate potential. Let's go! Revital Health is a proud member of the Health Optimization Network. Health Optimization Medicine and Practice is a 501c3 nonprofit on a mission to educate doctors and practitioners on how to optimize for health rather than treating disease. If you're interested in becoming a practitioner or donating, head over to homehope.org. Revital Health Clinic is the first and only of its kind exclusive health optimization clinic in Australia with state of the art technology protocols and personalized healthcare, compounded medicines made specifically to your testing individualities. To find out more, head to revitalhealth.com.au. Welcome back to the Revital Health Podcast. Today, I get talking with a very special lady, a basketball star and Revital Health's own ambassador, Mackenzie Clinch Hoycard. At 24, Mackenzie had already achieved immense success in Australian basketball. Originally from rural Kalgoorlie, she moved to Perth as a teen to represent Western Australia on the national teams. Mackenzie played college basketball for Hawaii and joined her hometown Perth Lynx in 2020, becoming a star player. Adding to her 2022 NBL1 West and National Championship with Warwick Senators, Mackenzie's future shines brightly and beyond the court, she trains hard to maintain fitness and utilises the services here at Revital Health for recovery and well-being. We are proud to have this phenomenal athlete as a part of the Revital Health family. So we get chatting about Mackenzie's rise to fame, her health concerns and arthritis diagnosis, women in sport, the importance of recovery and mentality, HBOT and concussion, and the power of putting the elite effort in for the elite performance. We hope you really enjoy hearing Mackenzie's story. So today I have uh, the beautiful Mackenzie with me. <laughs> so Mackenzie Hoycard, did I say that right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. So Mackenzie is a star basketball player. Yeah. Yeah. So in a way, the, <laughs> yeah. with the links yeah. at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Travelling all around Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Game to game. Yeah. And Mackenzie has seen me now for, gosh, a year and a half, I think. Yeah. Actually, really more than that, because I've been in the clinic for a year and a half. So it's been yeah. about two years. Yeah. 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 It was like on and off in the beginning. It was on and yeah. off in the beginning. So <laughs> we're like solid now. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're good. We're good solid now. We're on the rocks in the, in the beginning. <laughs> we're fine now. <laughs> so just because Mackenzie didn't want my help. <laughs> That's literally what it is, I think. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, obviously came to me with yeah. certain health conditions and I'll let the, you share with the audience all about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also what I really love to know is how you found basketball mm-hmm. and what what brings you to that and also what brings the love daily because mm-hmm. a lot of the things that you've said in my in the consultation, if you're like, I can't have life without basketball. Yeah. And that is true for so many that are so passionate about what they do. Yeah. So Definitely. tell us a bit about you. Um, so I probably started playing basketball when I was eight. Was that like year three, maybe, I think, in primary school? Mm. Um, originally wasn't going to play basketball. My mum had a terrible experience growing up. So she was like, no, I don't want my kids to play basketball, which is fair. Wow. Like, that's what she knew. So that was fine. Um, so I was playing netball and tennis um, first. I played tennis from a very, very young age. So that was like my favorite. 
Um, and then, yeah, it was a like teacher's assistant during primary school. And she was like, you just need to try it. Like you're so tall. I was towering over everyone at school. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, you just need to try. So I did. Um, and yeah, fell in love with it from there. It was a bit mm-hmm. lanky and uncoordinated to begin with, <laughs> but that's with every tall person. Um, when all, they're young. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then kind of just from there. And I liked basketball because it was like positionless kind of thing. Like, yeah, I loved netball, but didn't like that, you know, you had to stay in your kind of area of the court. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and then growing up, I kind of played the three sports for as long as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a few people are like, look, you're going to need to choose because you're actually quite decent. Yeah. Um, first to go was tennis because it was an individual sport and I'm very hard on myself. Yeah, so yeah, 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 there was yeah. lots of um, <laughs> Nick Curios racket throwing. So I couldn't do that anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> Throwing. yes so got rid of that and then netball and basketball I kind of did for a long time um but yeah it like just came down to being positionless and then I could just run up and down the court kind of thing so and didn't have to stay in my area so yeah stuck with basketball um and from a young age like went down to Perth sorry we're in Perth I'm mm-hmm. thinking because I'm from Kalgoorlie originally yeah. so which is seven six hours away yeah um Kalgoorlie yeah mm-hmm. country country yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like with country like everyone plays every sport Absolutely. so because it's like I didn't realize when I moved to Perth that wobble is nearly all year round kind of thing yeah whereas yeah. in Cal like basketball is the summer sport netball is the winter sport and then tennis was kind of filled in the gaps which is why I was able to do everything kind of thing yeah um so yeah I think around 12 was my first trip to Perth for like this jamboree so like people you did like a camp in town in Kalgoorlie and then people selected like the top and then came down here did a few training sessions and then would basically play games for like one whole day kind of thing and from there that kind of got my foot in the door with like state programs and stuff um and then, yeah, played for WA for six years. Mm-hmm. So two under-16s, two under-18s, two under-20s, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, all while living in Kalgoorlie. So, wow. yeah, mum and dad were legends. That's would a lot of travel. drive me up nearly every oh, weekend. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, like, a typical day. And I remember this day, like, very clearly. We had cross-country at school. So I'd literally run the cross-country. Dad was waiting at the finish line for me and told the teachers, that, all right, we've got to go. We've got to get her to Perth. So we'd travel halfway to Cunderdon, stay overnight yeah. and then travel the rest because I would get quite car sick yeah um, no. yes so I was also a very anxious kid as well so <laughs> mum and dad were like okay maybe if we stay overnight and break the trip up a bit it'll help her a little bit um and if you ask my parents there's not one basketball car park in Perth that I haven't cried in because I was so like anxious going to training yeah. and like being a country kid like going up against like the metro kids and stuff um, and it's very like um, southwest orientated as well. Mm. So like I was the only one from Kalgoorlie doing it. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh my god, I have no friends. This is scary. Like, yeah, I won't be able to do it. Yeah. So I cried before every training, but yeah. went in, started, and then I walked out smiling. Yeah. So I was fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mum and dad actually tricked me into the very first state tryout. They were like, oh, this is like a development camp, blah blah blah, because they knew if they said do you want to go try out the state? I'd say no, because yes. I was very shy. So you didn't know you were going to stay, try out the state? No, I had no idea. We were in Adelaide. We were on a family holiday and we were getting back to Perth because there was a development camp. And I was like, perfect. That is hilarious. That would be so cool. And then the classic, the last day, I was crying because I think I was intimidated. And then the manager came up to me and was like to mum and dad, oh, can we tell her now? And I'm like, tell me what? And they're like, mum's like, um, well, it's actually a state tryout. 
like we just we lied to you because you knew we knew you wouldn't go oh thanks mom and dad your trust was like really strong right now (laughs) but yeah it turns out to be the best decision ever so yeah yeah. it could have been a sliding doors moment yeah Yeah. big time so it was hard and I questioned it like every time I got in the car to come to Perth I was like oh god am I really enjoying this like do I really want to do this yeah um but yeah I did and then they ended up doing the same thing for both my sisters who were younger than me. So mm. oh, I'd hate to know how much money and kilometres yeah. went into those trips. But, yeah. yeah. It's um, incredible what parents can do. Isn't oh, yeah. That? It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But, yeah, so very, very thankful for mum and dad. For that. <laughs> shout out to mum yes, and dad. <laughs> big shout out to mum and dad. Um, but, yeah, and then played my, like, six years for WA. Um, and then during... I think maybe my first under 20s when I was bottom age, that was when like the college talks were kind of happening and like going over to America to play, which I had no idea about until mm-hmm. coach was like, oh, colleges are interested in you and all this. Because mm-hmm. in my mind, all I wanted to do was get a scholarship to the AIS, which I ended up getting. <laughs> I was also nervous. I couldn't fathom the thought of leaving home at 15 to yeah. move to Canberra. So yeah. I ended up turning it down. Um, I went to a few Australian camps and everything, but was just so shy as a kid that I just like basically take myself out, would like not show my full strength, would yeah, just kind of go to my room, sit on my own, go to training, come back. Yeah. Um. So that was probably the biggest thing is just like the confidence thing for me. Yeah. And being in a Um, country town early on wouldn't have helped with that because it's so quiet, it's so beautiful, you feel settled. Yeah. Exactly. It's completely different going Mm. into the metro because the energy is so intense. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's very different. I think the probably the best thing about the country town though it was like we got to play like women's basically from a really young age like if you were good enough to play mm-hmm. Div one women's they'd put you in there yeah. so we were playing against like fully grown women straight away yeah and so like, like challenging the, yeah the, the level which was good so I got that kind of early on so like the physicality and stuff that wasn't a huge like shock to yeah. me it was more like the speed and the skills and all and like yeah. um I guess like the the more like IQ stuff like the plays like where you need to stand different positions and blah 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 yeah um but yeah caught on to that um and then and the body to catch up because of a hormonal period yes obviously yeah it's huge for women yeah yeah and even guys so yeah I think I hit that when I went to college because I they always joke about the freshman 15 yeah and I was like no not happening like I was a tweak growing up never put weight on ever went over there and I think it was stress as well because I was in a very uncomfortable environment I didn't really have a good experience but I put weight on so so quickly like yeah. it was insane yeah I remember my family coming over and I'll never wow. forget their faces they were like oh my god is this like the same person <laughs> yeah and like I have pictures of me and I look so different wow so so different wow and then like injuries and stuff yeah like just on top of that yeah so college wasn't amazing for me mm. I got to live in Hawaii which yeah. is a plus yeah, definitely that was amazing definitely. um but no family there no no yeah. family no um met one of my best friends who I have now played links with there um mm. still now for the last two years so mm-hmm. that was great um but yeah it was I kind of went over there and they kind of said like we want you to put weight on because I was so thin mm. and I was like but I was tall so I was playing like the post position yeah um so I put weight on but then I kind of went away from my like the good thing about me was I was long but I was quick for my size yeah. so I was like versatile yeah and then went over there and I was purely just in the keyway wasn't really allowed to shoot was just like banging bodies and stuff like that so kind of lost like I guess my identity that I had like growing up Mm, completely yeah yeah um so yeah that was tough 
like would very been, very tough they would but, have been different country yeah gosh. Yeah. yeah so and then I made the decision to come home as I had to have like surgery on my foot and stuff yeah. um yeah which was also like because I was like oh my god I don't want to go home I'm going to be a failure like mm. people won't understand and all this but I did it um best decision I've made was leaving yeah <laughs> um and then it actually yeah caused like some change at the college for so it embedded the experience of others which was good as well good like wow yeah my best friend was like really sorry that you went through that but it helped us yeah (laughs) okay cool good but um and she's obviously back there now yes yeah 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 yeah. she spent all right like six years there whoa she would have spent more if she could i reckon she loved it (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but yeah goodness me so that was kind of like the I guess the start the The lead up yeah yeah and that's incredible Mm. so now you know obviously let's touch on this now you know women's in sport right Mm -hmm. so you're over there in america playing basketball yeah basketball's huge in america yeah but you never really see women play (laughs) no no what is with this and i want to swear in this podcast because we're going to swear too much but i will swear yeah i have interviewed so many women in sport Mm -hmm. and the and I, i even bring up this with with my male friends all the time yeah yeah, it's the same skill. Mm-hmm. It's the, the same sports. Yeah. The funding is poor. The support is poor. Yeah. The the coverage on media is poor. Mm-hmm. They can choose that they can actually put more media yes. on that. Absolutely. They can spell it in a different way. Yeah. And the, the ridiculous comments that I get back from all these oh. people. So, well, you know, it's not as entertaining to watch women play sport. I'm like, excuse me? Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Ella and Pania didn't scream for nothing oh, on Friday night. <laughs> I'm telling you, they they went crazy. But yeah, it's yeah. It's but ridiculous. you know what? It, it must obviously anger you. Mm. You can't do much about it, obviously. Yeah. But like, where do you see it going? I think there has been like there's been a very small improvement, okay. but there's still so far to go. Yeah, like I remember going to one of my first Lynx games when I was oh, like 16, 17 maybe, and like I don't know if you've been to Bendat stadium before yeah. on the one the first two courts yeah um so obviously you've got the stands on the one side and then you can pull out the stands on the other side yeah um and for our links games these days we have both the stands filled basically yeah. and the very first links game i went to we were only sitting on the side they didn't even bother pulling those stands out because there wasn't enough supporters so in that aspect like that's grown which mm. is good um but it's just like it's very slow growing yeah and it's like oh you'd rather that than nothing at all yeah. but yeah it is it's just like you look at like I compare like my contract to someone who's in the same position as me like on the wildcats and it's almost double or triple sometimes exactly it, and it's, it's the same in every single country yeah, yeah. which is crazy yeah it's and, unbelievable and it's almost like we as women have to do more work because we need to work outside of the sport yeah so we have money to live yep and then, also deal with hormones yeah. and differences in mm-hmm. change up of routine yes. for training. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I don't think, and trust, I have arguments with males all the time about it. Yeah, well, and, so do I, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, but you guys just don't bring in the revenue, blah, 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 so you can't get paid more and all that. And I'm like, but why yeah, not? No one's helping change that, though. Like, Sell it that's the issue. I'm yeah. like, I totally get that. And I think yeah. everyone understands that. Yeah. But, like what are people doing to change that yeah. kind of thing? It's such an old mentality yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. It is. But you know, I, I do agree. Like the Matildas, for example, mm-hmm. has really brought to oh, light. Yeah. And it was everyone enjoyed watching them so yeah. much that they're like, oh well, these girls are actually yeah, good. Yeah. Exactly. No yeah. Well, no shit. Literally. <laughs> Thank you. It's taken you a while to realize that. But but I've actually like 
I'll use my boyfriend for an example. He said to me the other day, he goes, oh, I never thought I'd say this, but I enjoy watching female basketball more than I enjoy watching male. And I said, mm. I said, is it just because like yeah, you're you, dating you someone? Say yeah, like, like <laughs> is it because you're dating someone who plays like high level basketball? And he's like, no, it's just like, it's just really entertaining. Yeah. And like, for example, I, I'm not like, I love watching the NBA, but I'm not yeah. a fan of how they play because yeah. it's very offensive minded. There's no defense, yeah. which kind of, that I think that's why it's so exciting because it's offensive, it's dunks, it's all this cool yeah. jazzy stuff yeah. that us as females don't do. Yeah, we're more like slow it down, and we actually I think we play harder to yeah. be completely honest. Yeah. Um, but a few people say that like girls' sport is more entertaining because you actually have to play the the sport if that makes sense, rather than just all the mm. like flashy stuff like the dunks mm. and all that stuff. Mm. More skill. Yeah more skill in a way yeah yeah it's just yeah. I don't know there's I don't know there's more IQ I think but yeah yeah I totally agree yeah. my biggest surprise was when I realized because I'd been to a couple of Wildcats games mm-hmm. and then when you were when, when you came and I was researching where you play yeah why isn't in in the same stadium as the like that was my biggest yeah shock. and I, I get asked like, all the time about it as well and even us what? we are so confused because we're like even if it's just like just trial it like put us like put us before them mm. put us as like a curtain opener or something yeah like at the same time you don't want to be like a curtain opener because we're still like yeah, pro but the crowd's athletes. gonna come but yes exactly or the pre-game yeah or the you know, the woman's side mm-hmm. the men's side yeah really that's all it is yeah just do it before yeah i know it's the same it's, equivalent level it's insane that i just did not get that yeah and yeah so i'm i'm gonna write like, i want to say the links <laughs> in yeah. that stadium yeah <laughs> I know, and Sydney, Sydney do it. Okay. Sydney, uh, but I think it also may have something to do with who owns who as well, because we're not under the Wildcats. Yeah. But whereas Sydney, both their teams are owned by Sydney Kings. So okay. the women's will play before and then the men will play after. Gotcha. Or sometimes the men will play before and the girls will play after. Right. Yeah, okay. which I think is great. I think it's so cool. Makes sense. But I don't know. I think there's also a divide between the Lynx and the Wildcats. Mm. I don't know why that is. I think maybe like Wildcats own Lynx a little while ago kind of thing. Because mm. I know we were at Karen up one day, like trying to, I guess, like put our name out there. Yeah. And we had to write down like answers of what people told us. We were like, oh, do you have a membership? And mm. like these three people, they're like, oh, why would we get a Lynx membership when we already have a Wildcats one? Like there's no point. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah, you don't say that <laughs> no, to me as well. Like, and you, yeah, saying it to the players. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh. And we just sat there and we, we couldn't help but laugh. It's like, you're the laugh and cry. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. insane. Yeah. So crazy. To, yeah. yeah. Well, back in my like, you know, 17, 18-year-old mm. days, we knew quite a lot of the Wildcats yes. like yeah. players back then. Yeah. And it's just, it, it was it was such high level, well-known. I had no idea there was a women's basketball yeah. team back then. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think- never a mention of it. No. Never see it anywhere. No. So well, it will change. It will. Fingers <laughs> crossed. That's good. <laughs> we'll be but yeah, going on one the game with that stadium. <laughs> oh, it would be so cool. It would be. Wow. Yeah. It would be. Um, so onto like women's health into your health, mm-hmm. right? So talk to me a little bit about obviously what if you want to what brought you to me mm-hmm. to find me yeah and then you know obviously as you, as most of you guys will know that I brought you on as, as an ambassador because mm-hmm. I really wanted to help support everything that was yeah <laughs> but also that because you're awesome yeah um and also because you you took the steps to 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 drive your own health mm-hmm. right at the beginning and you really wanted big change yeah and you wanted to to take all different types of routes you know you've got a combination combination of all different things that you're doing oh, yeah, so you know maybe just explain a bit of that for mm-hmm. everyone as well 
Um, so I think it all started, like growing up, I was a very healthy kid. And I mean, always had issue with like eating and wanting to eat. I think mm. that's nerves and stuff like that. Mm. But yeah, during COVID, I was like, oh, great. No basketball. I'm going to become a road runner. Like all things to do, road runner. <laughs> so that kind of like started creating a lot of inflammation in my joints. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think prior to that, I had got pretty sick from going to Bali and stuff like that. So my health was kind of a little bit rocky for a little while. Mm. Um, but it kind of was okay, calmed down. And then I was like, yeah, let's get into road running. And then my joints became very inflamed, especially my ankles. Mm. And I was like, it's just because of like the hard ground, like I'll run on grass instead. Yeah. But nothing would help. And they just kept getting, like I had cankles. I literally had cankles. It was insane. Like I could press my. Like after running. Yeah. Wow. Or, and then it ended up just being. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Um. And I was like, something's like not right. Like mm. I am a very healthy person. Mm. Like why is this happening to me? Yeah. Um, so I went to like um, a pretty well-known physio um, and he's like, oh, it's just like irritation from the road. Like it's, um, I guess like there's like a capsule and he's just like the fluids, I don't know, building up or something. Mm. So put me on naproxen. Yeah. Um, and then like with the fluid, there was also like so much pain. Like I had no mobility, mm-hmm. nothing at all. Mm. Um, so I was like, I like would take my naproxen. I'd be like, oh, that's actually feeling better. I'm like, let me take another one. Mm. And then season came around, like COVID not calmed down, but the season was a lot back on. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like finding myself like not even be able to like sprint at mm. all. I couldn't move properly. The swelling was huge. I had like put weight on, but I knew it wasn't weight. It was just fluid. Like I was just so literally just swollen. Yeah. It was, everywhere. yeah. Um, and I was like, look, the naproxen's not like it's flushing it out. Mm. But then like a few days later, it's completely back. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it was not fine. But, and he's like, oh, no, nah, there's nothing else wrong. I'm like, what do you mean? Like I am a very healthy person. I'm an athlete. Mm-hmm. Like the, it's not like I don't look after myself. Um, yeah something else is wrong. So I decided to do my own research. Mum was mad woman. She was messaging me. She's like, what about this? Is it this? Is it this? Someone like, I don't know. But isn't that crazy? Yeah. You have to go out and do your you own do. research. You just have to on your own for yourself. It's yeah, there's yeah. no like even yeah, you know, I'm not bagging out doctors, but mm. it's just really like they're not going to have your best interest at home. No, no. Um and then I was like, so I started questioning him. I was like, is it arthritis? He's like, no, you're too young. You can't have arthritis. Mm. It's like, okay, well, what else is it then? Like, yeah. I don't get it. Um, and then I started becoming so dependent on naproxen yeah. because, and I hate to say it, but I feel like I almost did get addicted to it because mm. it was like, like lowering, lowering the plane. Far out, can't talk. Right. Like taking the pain like away. Anyways, right? Yeah. It's not an opioid, yeah. but it's like an opioid. Yeah. But the response, like, was, you have to take it to yeah. feel relief. Yeah, yeah, it was insane. And I remember, I clearly remember one game. We were playing Coburn and the night before someone had just tried to break into my house. So I was a little bit oh. on edge. Um, and then that game, I was like, oh, fuck it, let me just take like three before a game. And I was like, oh, I feel great. You're warm up. Like I'm bouncing around, running around. Yeah. I'm all good. And then like maybe halfway through the second, I just like kind of like zoned out. Yeah. It was just like not there. Yeah. And then after it was like my best friends on the team, they were like, all right, what's happening with you? Like, there's something mm. not right. Like, you're not okay. It was mm. like a little intervention. I was like, yeah, oh my yeah. God, how the hell did I get here? Yeah. Um, and then I like spoke to mom and dad. I was like, like, I'm not okay. Like something's not right. Mm. And it kind of only, I think mom and dad seen the pictures, like, because obviously they were in Cal and mm. like the roads were closed and stuff. So I didn't mm-hmm. see much of them. 
Um, and then they eventually came to stay with me and they seen me and it was in winter. And in the morning when I'd get up, I'd have to wear socks to like slide around on the ground because I physically couldn't move. And I remember mum was bawling her eyes out. She's like, this isn't how you're meant to be. Like you're yeah. young, you need to be able to move. And she's like, all right, let's figure out, let's go to a specialist and paid all this money to see the specialist. Um, and he's like, I don't know how no one's like diagnosed you with arthritis already. And I was like, well, they've said I'm too young. And then mm. he's like, that's bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, you in a box yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, literally. He's yeah. like, your dad has had a history of joint stuff. He yeah. has um, ulcerative colitis. Yeah. Yeah. And when, yeah. yeah. And when he was being diagnosed with that, when he was like, I think he was around my age, mm. his joints, they were like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we're can't support coping. you. <laughs> and he was playing footy. So he, um. he kind of got that as well. And then he was like, it's so obvious that like, your mum has digestive issues, which I also have as well. And your mm. dad also had this growing up. So mm. um, you have arthritis and then they put me on sulfasalazine, which I'm still on to this day yeah. and prednisolone to like yeah. start everything right, right. up. Yeah. yeah. And oh, it was like within one day, I was like, holy shit, like this is normal. I'm normal. Mm. I'm, I feel so good. Even yeah. my coaches were like, what the hell has gotten into you? Like you're running, you're yeah. actually sprinting. You're, And I would avoid the keyway. Because I was like, if I go on the keyway and I step on someone's foot, that's more pain to my ankle. To you. Yeah. So I was literally, people joke about it. They're like, oh, Matt's allergic to the keyway. I genuinely was. Like, yeah. I yeah. refused like, to go in there. <laughs> so that's why I got so sh- good at shooting. I was like, yeah. I'm just going to stay out here and I'm just going to shoot. Yeah. yeah. So it completely, survival. yeah, literally had to change my game to suit like this. Incredible. Um. So, yeah. And then I kind of got on those drugs like at probably a good time mm. um, because then I tried out for like the development player spot at Lynx and the coach called me and he was like, look, we want to take you to the hub with us. And the first thing that came to my mind, I was like, is my body going to be able to handle yeah. this? Yeah. Like this is my dream. But yeah. obviously it's kind of gone off track lately. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, oh, I'm kind of on the right stuff now. Um, I can get like exemptions for like the prednisolone because they're steroids. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of fortunate enough that the strength and conditioning coach, he was my strength and conditioning coach all through like the state stuff. Yeah. And we had a really, really good relationship. So yeah. I explained it all to him and he's like, look, we can manage this. We can, we'll figure it out. Mm. So that's how right, perfect. So I was able to do that. I was able to go away. And when I tell you, I lost, I reckon, seven kilos in maybe like three weeks yeah. just oh, from the fluid. fluid. It was just fluid. Well, yeah. I was just trying to protect itself. Yeah. Oh it was insane mm. absolutely insane you know like oh my god literally I was, on a cloud. I was so light I was like oh my god and I'd watch like old games of me when I had the arthritis to like literally a few months later I was like it's two different people like yeah. it's insane yeah. yeah um and yeah so I was like all right perfect I can, I can work with this this is fine and then it was the next season after and then it started happening in my knee Mm. and like a few people had thrown around methotrexate they're like lots of people who have arthritis are on it um and I was like no I don't want to go on it I don't think I'm that bad yeah that I need to be on such a because it is a pretty high level it's an intense drug yeah 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 um as I keep on telling yeah Yeah, definitely we are working through (laughs) so I put that off for the longest time yeah and this knee it was like it was insane. It was just so fat. You couldn't see my knee bone at all. You could see anything and you could like push the fluid around. Oh. Um, and I remember I'd just give way. And then I was like, I was like, there's something like I've done a ligament or something. Yeah. It's so unstable and got all the scans done. Ligaments were fine. It was just that there was that much fluid in there. It was, it was like itself, basically, yeah. yeah, inhibiting every, all my ligaments abilities. 
I would just be running and it would just collapse on me. Oh. Yeah. So I ended up having like three cortisone injections in there. I had it drained yeah. three times, which was disgusting. Horrible. What came out of there was ooh, not good. But yeah. And then I went and seen like a female doctor. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go to a specialist female doctor because I don't know. No offense to male doctors, but <laughs> they, they don't. They're not females. They, they ain't females. Yeah. <laughs> like all respect to them. They do the work together, but they don't have what we have so I was like I need to see this female doctor and she has a lot of waist athletes who have arthritis and then that just like I was like holy shit I did not know so many girls Mm. and not just girls girls and guys but um she said to me that there are so many like hockey girls who have it and I was like I just didn't realize that so many young people do get it yep um so yeah it's yeah more and more now it's insane Mm. And it's so sad because, like, I would not wish that pain on anyone. And it's, like, it's quite hard to describe to someone as well because, like, you look at the scans, you look at, like, x-rays, everything's fine. Mm -hmm. Everything's completely normal. Mm -hmm. But you just can't move. Yeah. And, like, I tried explaining it to someone who, like, um, say has done an ACL and they're like, oh, but, like, I've torn this and I can't do this. And I'm like, I understand that, but, like, I'm in, like, constant pain every day, like, I would not wish your stuff on anyone either, but yeah. I don't think people understand how heavy arthritis is sometimes. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's insane. Yeah. And I think that was when I had first my mum Googling away. She's like, you need to speak to this Jody lady. <laughs> I was like, okay. She's a natural mum. Yeah, it was mum. Oh, go mum. It was mum. No, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, well done, mum. And I think we had just gotten back from another hub and I was in quarantine. And that's when I first spoke to you. Mm, um, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think prior to seeing you, I had done all the all this DNA testing on my yeah. gut as well because I yeah. thought it had to do with my, yeah. I guess, diet and everything. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I know at this point I was so angry. I was like, I've literally probably been the healthiest kid growing up. Like, why is this happening to me? Yeah. Why are we alive? Yeah, literally. I'm like, what the hell did I do to deserve this? Yeah. Far out. obviously stuffed something <laughs> up in the past or – there's some big lessons yeah, to learn somewhere. Yeah, getting me. But, um, yeah, so obviously, like, spoke to you because um, I think that was when COVID was. It was. Yeah. yeah, it would have been. It was yeah. some time ago, actually. Yeah. Yeah, wow. It was goodness. Ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, and then I started, I think, were you in here already? No. Yeah. We're, I we're still in. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, so then I went on, like, all your stuff um, and then, like, the HBOT and then I was just, I think I just, life got, busy yeah and then I was also like oh it because like it is quite pricey to put your health first sometimes absolutely. it's absolutely insane. especially when as we've said before yeah. that you're a female athlete uh-huh. not getting much yeah. yeah yeah I have another footballer yes. who again is a full-time carpenter and yes. also has to yeah. full-time train for the dockers it's, it's crazy insane. it's absolutely insane. you can't afford that no yeah so I think like and then I think I got put on the methotrexate after that. Yeah. And then seen a huge change in, again, my weight, my knee, everything yeah. was moving normally. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. But I think, because also like going to see a rheumatologist is so bloody pricey it for is too. a five minute sit yeah. down. Yeah. So I was kind of, I remember sitting down and mum's like, let me and dad pay for your health stuff. I was mm. like, no, like, I'm a fully grown woman. Yeah. I can do this on my own. Yeah. I don't like accepting help. Yeah. As yeah. you yeah. know. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, big and played. Yeah. Literally. I was like, no, mum, dad, I'm fine. Like, I'll just move a few things around. 
I'll stop going to the H-bot appointments, which I ended up doing. Yep. I just yep. completely, I don't yep. think I spoke to you guys for, what, like six months at least. Would have been. Yeah. 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 And then. We're just waiting for you to come back. Yeah. And you did. Yep. You always know. And the email comes yeah. in, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I need help. <laughs> Literally. But I, I don't know what it was. I think I play, started playing well for Lynx last year. Mm. And I was like, no, like I want this to be my future. Yeah. I want to be a full-time Experience. athlete. And I want to put my health first. Yeah. And I'm like, do you know, I can skimp on other things. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, and then well, that's high performance is high performance. Yeah. You know, you're required to put the the things that you don't normally do every mm-hmm. day into yeah. your health so you can actually perform at that level. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, it just, I don't know, something clicked in my brain and I don't even know what, like something was wrong, something was off. And mom's like, maybe you need to speak to Jodie again. I'm like, yeah, maybe you're right. No, very true, mom. Shout out again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah and then I came back to you guys um and it's just like like yes the meds help me like and I take them every day but it's just like the extra layer of stuff that makes me feel good yeah um yeah and it's like you know you're on meds you have to be on meds right now right Mm. so but then you have to you have to make up for the lack that the meds are doing for your body and so then you have to layer that on top like you said there's another Mm -hmm. layer that's protecting your body against any of the you know, subpar symptoms that yeah. might be or the deficiency states that might be causing yeah. from those medications. Definitely. Yeah. And I think like one of the biggest things I also noticed is like growing up, I've always like had mental health things that mm. you struggle with. Mm. Um, but I don't know what it is that's in like the herbals or stuff, <laughs> or even like the H spot, but I my mind is clearer. Like yeah. I feel a lot yeah. clearer. And yeah. I think that was also a big thing for me because like I like you ask any coach. I can do the skill stuff. I have the IQ. What yeah. stops me is my brain yeah. and like having the confidence and mm-hmm. having like a clear mind and yeah. mental health stuff. So I think it's like I've seen a huge difference in that as well since coming here like regularly yeah. and like checking in with you regularly yeah. and not like leaving for six months yeah. and then coming back. <laughs> so yeah. But I knew she would leave. So I'm like, <laughs> like do you want an ambassador? Yeah. <laughs> I know we're gonna we're gonna lock her in. <laughs> I'm like she needs to be here, so she's yeah. stuck now. Sorry, yes, I'm so grateful for that because like it's made it look very a lot it's easier to like easier. Craft, craft yeah, times, but, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's my pleasure. But yeah, I think for the mental health stuff, you know, obviously the rest of the body, the mm. inflammation is a big key of what you deal yeah. with, right? So. There is inflammation in the rest of the body and there's also inflammation in the brain. Mm-hmm. And so the neuroinflammation is a huge part of this type of condition because yeah. it's body-wide, right? Yeah. So not always does the medication target those particular oh, areas. So that's where that extra herb, <laughs> yeah. nutrient, pharmaceutical, nutraceutical stuff really, really kicks in. Yeah. And yeah, it really definitely. helps support you. Yeah. That's the hyperbaric. I think you're doing really well in that as well. Oh, and pre-games, after-games. Yeah. But initially, I think we got you on the concussion because you had a couple of concussions. Yes, and I, I was like, Mac, you can't live with concussion. Yeah. You need to get in there to get the that oxygen back. That was like back. miracle air or something because it like, mm. got me back so much quicker. Yeah. And again, I remember going to like the sports doc. He's like, how do you get back so quick? I said, oh, oxygen chamber. He's like, that doesn't work. I'm like, sorry, what? You? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm going to do what's working for and me. You do your thing. Yeah. 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 I just, yeah. And it is, it's so, and like, I have all my teammates asking about what I do here mm. and they're like, oh my God, I've never heard of that before. Yeah. How's like, that? Cra- that's yeah. crazy, isn't it? I'm like, oh my God, it's like my like savior. Yeah. It's like the best thing about to me. Yeah. So, but all the huge sports over in America, mm-hmm. you know, particularly the high contact sports yeah. will always have a hyperbaric chamber on hand. Yeah. But it's, why don't they do that here? Yeah. Why? It's, it's probably money. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it just but, blows me away, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah, and and again, like I'm one for pushing edges, as you know. Yes. And like yeah. you want high performance and hacks so you can live your life to the max mm-hmm. and to do all the things that you love yeah. without having to, you know, subpar on anything. Yeah. Same same goes for performance. Yeah, definitely. You know, why would you want to be out for a couple of weeks for cautionary mm-hmm. um, concussion when you can just hop into the hyperbaric and know that you've pretty oh, yeah. much sorted and you're definitely. getting all the oxygen, the recovery, no damage to the brain, yeah. you're getting no, mm-hmm. no tissue damage, nothing. Yeah. It's just like it's relaxing. It's, it's relaxing. It is. Yeah, it gets you into sensory deprivation. It it's very good. <laughs> like, it's crazy. And, like, even with, like, COVID and stuff, like, oh, I struggled with my breathing after COVID. Mm. And I feel like that's helped me, like, big time. It yeah, feels like sure. I have, like, a bigger tank that I can run off. Like, yeah. It's so much. You got sick quite a while ago. Yeah. Well, a little while ago. Yeah. Quite bad. Yeah. 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 But so. you dropped your hair. <laughs> yep. And then I dropped them. Yeah. But that's okay. I haven't dropped them since I dropped the new yeah, one. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's always the dial-up of the, the, oh. the, the thing that I fear most. Yeah, I know. I was thinking that. I was like, and I was trying to scoop it back up as well. And I'm like, yeah. Kenzie, you're going to end up being drinking the glass. You can't yeah, do exactly this. Exactly. Like, and the glass pieces. Yeah, that's not pretty. <laughs> but oh, yeah. No, that's awesome. So, no, I think that's brilliant. And thank you so much for coming on and giving your time today. Yeah. I gotta get you into the hyperbaric now. You're yes. meant to be in now. <laughs> I need to I need to recover for tomorrow's game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. Um, so thank you so much for telling everyone that story. And it is like you're just such a wonderful person, but you're an incredible athlete. And I'm going to be coming to one of your games. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Although I watched lots of the video footage from yeah. the side. <laughs> it was overtaken by the the screaming, so that's fine. <laughs> but yeah really appreciate it thanks well, so much thank you for all you've done because oh, i've like disappeared for a bit came back and you still welcomed me with open arms so of course yeah of course. and you've helped a lot yeah like a lot <laughs> my pleasure trust me everyone's like where are where are you right now like when i'm in there yeah, and i'm yeah. like i'll send you their instagram i'll, I'll send you instagram to everyone i'm like get on it come on <laughs> i take a picture and they're like okay yeah <laughs> they're like what wait, what's that what one shit that? you talk about i'm like it's, it's a miracle <laughs> shit basically but yeah, I tell everyone about it. Oh, thank you so much. Awesome. All right. Well, until next time. Yes. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Revital Health Podcast. We hope you enjoy this episode. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Revital Health, as well as our website, revitalhealth.com.au for upcoming podcasts, workshops, and speaking events. Find out about specials happening in the clinic and all the show notes and links mentioned in the podcast please remember that this information discussed here is general information and it is not intended to diagnose or treat individuals please speak to your healthcare professional before embarking on any new treatments lifestyle changes medicines or supplementation to assess your suitability have a wonderful day and we'll see you again soon